To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hello, all you beautiful people. It's me, Derek. As you can see, we don't have Skylar today. Well, if you're watching the video podcast, if you're listening, we don't have Skylar today. If you're listening, you can also see we don't have Skylar today. <laughs> you, oh, shiitake mushrooms. This, uh, well, I have Nick here with me, so it's not going to be as awkward as it used to be when I would have to record the podcast by myself. <laughs> Uh, we have a uh, first up on the uh, just updates. We have ten episodes of the Disney catalog. If you have not listened to those yet, go listen. Recent episode was Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, we were on Postcred podcast this past week. Go check that out. Those are some good guys. So we did a Marvel draft and we got our asses whooped. Um, so there you go. Uh, and then last but not least, Josh has an interview coming out tomorrow uh, with. Uh, visual effects artist Dave Bassert. Bossert, Bassert. Bossert. Nick, tell him tell him a little bit about this guy. He he's a heavy hitter. It seems like Spider Man, Hercules, Big Hero Six, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, you can find him on IMDb, and he's just got a list of solid projects. A lot a lot of Disney. Sweet. So look out for that interview tomorrow on the YouTube, and you can read about it on the DizInsider.com. Speaking of the DizInsider.com. If anybody out there is a website builder, hit us up. Compensated. Uh, we're looking to change the layout and all that stuff for the website. So hit me hit me up on, over on Twitter at Derek Cornell. Um, okay. Let's get into some news. Um, okay. So first up is, yes, uh, I don't even know if I talked about this last week, but if I did, you're hearing it again. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Language. <laughs> He's so on top of it now. Uh, okay, so Yasser Lester, uh, that's a name, uh, will serve as the head writer on Marvel's Armor Wars. Uh, not much has been coming out about Armor Wars. Uh, we just know that Don Cheadle and Ironheart, I do believe, is going to be in it. Um, so Marvel has tapped Yasser Lester for making history as head writer on their upcoming series, Armor Wars. Um the hire reunites Lester with Don Cheadle. The two worked together on Black Monday, a Showtime comedy headlined by Cheadle, on which Lester served as one of the main writers, co-executive producer, and co-star. Um, so uh, this comes from The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, there's no directors yet. Uh, this, the series is still in early development. Um, but Don Cheadle did go, uh, did uh, sit down with our friends over at Postcrit Podcast, Eric Italiano and Brandon Katz. Really good dudes. Uh, they're going to be popping up here on a podcast here pretty soon, both the Disney Insider Show and the Disney Catalog. Uh, so this is what he said to Postcredit. He said, the death of Tony Stark, I'm pretty sure, will play a role in the series. Uh, where we've been sort of processing Rhodey, even though in the last film, uh, where he's up to now again, and now he's walking. Oh, now he's walking again, and now he's mobile. Uh, so as the technology continues to develop, and we keep making innovations in the suit and what happens, I imagine there's going to be another elevation, and another way we're going to keep digging into that part of Rhodey, but really figuring out a way to bridge what's happening in the comic books with what's happening on screen in the MCU, and how we're going to make those worlds work. That's really exciting," says Cheadle. Um, so. I guess Ironheart, I think, I swore that I read something that Ironheart was going to be in Armor Wars. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it makes you guys sense. are telling me about it. 
Well, let's just put that as a maybe, but it does see the return of Don Cheadle's War Machine. Still have no idea what this... Uh, I'm guessing there's going to be some wars with with armor. Doubtful. <laughs> You're right. I'm stupid. <laughs> Why would that happen? And I really hate that uh, You know, your phone does not keep on if you're on that fucking 20% language. Yeah, there you go. Uh, like you have to hit 80% for your phone to stay on. It's so stupid. Um, okay. So next up on the Dow kits is, uh, Ooh, I actually binged this whole series. I don't know if you've watched it yet behind the attraction on Disney plus five new episodes just came out. Hall of presidents, uh, the Metro, the, is it called the uh the the train that goes around the, the metro is that what it's called metro link <laughs> uh yeah no i think it is metro yeah it's kind of based off of the people mover if you guys remember those but uh so 50 if you remember that <laughs> uh and then uh there's a couple other episodes on there it's really good uh, it's formatted very well it's really fun to watch monorail monorail there you go stupid knew it was an m <laughs> mother's milk <laughs> started with an m uh okay so 20th century okay so this project is just gaining so much traction i feel like every episode there's a new freaking cast member um this is gonna get so annoying um i feel like there's a new cast member uh 20th century's romeo and juliet retelling rosalind at spencer stevenson um, this comes from, I believe, who is it from? If the website, you know, would freaking load. Uh, so according to Deadline, the newest young actor, uh, to cast is Spencer Stevenson. He'll star alongside Caitlin Dever, uh, Kyle Allen, Isabella Merced, mommy, uh, Sean Teal, Bradley Whitford, and Minnie Driver. Um, let's see, where is he from? Uh, Spencer Stevenson is from... They didn't put him. Well, Spencer Stevenson's going to be... Oh. Oh. TV adaption of The Purge. That's where he came from. So he has some scary stuff on his on his resume, but whatever. Uh, that was Deadline, by the way. We broke that. If you guys are excited for Rosalind, every time their new casting gets announced, I'm like, I get a little more excited. Uh, okay, moving on down. In the wake of several scandal, scandals, the new Jeopardy host, Mike Richards, quits. <laughs> Not fired. He quit. <laughs> had to had to play that off, dude. Okay, first of all, this guy. As soon as they, because we all wanted Lavar Burton, reading Rainbow, and he directed uh, Smart House, which I just found out wild. Uh, he got announced. He's one of the executive producers on Jeopardy. He got announced as the new head head uh, the the host, and then just shit started coming out about him. Like, he's like a dirt bag. And then uh, they announced another co-host with him, I believe. It's uh, the chick who played Amy Farrah Fowler in uh, uh, Big Bang Theory. But now, since more shit keeps coming out about him, he quit. Um, in a memo he issued early Friday morning, Richard said, It pains me. <laughs> okay, first of all, it pains me. Hey, buddy, no one has that pain. You, you gross. It pains me to see that these past incidents and comments have such a shadow on Jeopardy as we look to start a new chapter. As I mentioned last week, I was deeply honored to be asked to host the syndicated show and 
was thrilled to have the opportunity to expand my role. However, over the last several days, it has become clear that moving forward as a host would be too much of a distraction for our fans and not a right move for the show. What a cock. Can't just take responsibility. (laughs) What a cock. That is so stupid. He said it would be a distraction. Can't just fuck you, dude. (laughs) Just sorry, fucked up. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Hey, uh, sorry for doing all this stuff. I don't deserve to be host. Not like okay, I'm gonna be too much of a distraction, so I don't want to be a host anymore. Go fuck yourself, buddy. Idiot. Language. (laughs) I'm getting faster and faster on those. uh... Language. Uh, okay. In a statement to, okay, this is where it really shit hits the fan. Okay. Not only is he not taking responsibility, Sony is not taking fucking responsibility. Sony pictures, television. No. Okay. Um, we support Mike's decision to step down as host. Mike has been with us over the last two years and has led the jeopardy team through the most challenging time the show has ever experienced. It is our hope that as executive producer, he will continue to do so with professionalism and respect. What kind of PR plan was this? <laughs> professionalism and respect? Go fuck yourself. Language. That is... <laughs> this is so wild that nobody is like... They're just sweeping this under the rug and pretending like him stepping down is some like courageous act. I don't understand, man. Well, um... Keep checking back to the DizInsider.com to see uh, how Jeopardy's going to move forward because nobody really knows now. Um, okay, so next up is a Disney house in Los, uh, Los Feliz to be restored. It was the house that uh, Walt Disney's family owned. They're going to redo it, and I think they're turning it into a little museum. So that's cool. Uh, Christy Altamore to replace Laura One uh, Oz, Osnes. Osnes. Osnes, Loch Ness, uh, and Disney princesses the concert tour amid a vaca- uh, vaccination scandal. Why is there so many scandals? Because people are stupid. <laughs> people are stupid. They're stupid. That's it. Uh, I'm not going to get into that, nor do I care to read about that. If you guys care, go read that on the website. Uh, Disney striking uh, first in the Scarlett Johansson Black Widow lawsuit. I really, it's, this is really getting old to talk about is they're just just like issuing statements at each other, basically calling each other a piece of shit. Basically. Um, if you want to read a deep dive, uh, Skylar put it up last week. Uh, it's on the website. Go check that out. Um, this is cool. Uh, we actually had a lot of Tron stuff that we scooped. I think it was last year. Um, so, uh, Dune or, the production designer Beatrice Vermette joins uh, Tron 3 as, of course, the production designer. She comes from Dune. Um, it's tentatively called Tron Ares. Don't know what that means. I haven't seen a Tron film. Have you seen Tron? You haven't seen the first two? The first one, it looks like it does not hold up. It looks so, like, it's a cool. Bad. It's a cool reboot, and it was definitely... And on its time, they really capitalized on the timing, like you can tell. Are you talking about the one from the 70s? Or the new one that came out like I feel like both of them, ago? honestly. Really? Like, but, I mean, yes, obviously the one from the 70s. But they're connected because... They are. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, Ke- oh. What's his name? 
It's uh Ego, the Living Planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, no, it's not Kurt Russell. It's fucking. Uh, it's the dude. It's uh. Why Big I Lebowski. Kurt I don't know. I was thinking Kurt Russell too. Maybe because we watched Guardians of the Galaxy recently. <laughs> uh, it's um, everybody listening is like, it's this. It's him. It's him. Oh God. Uh, maybe it's in this article. Let's see here. It's Jeff Bridges. There you go. Well done, whoever wrote this. Second son of the second son. <laughs> yeah, Garrett Hudland uh, was in the last one, and Olivia Wilde from Trying Legacy. No. Uh, confirmation if they're going to come back for the film, but Jared Leto is leading the film. So, uh, yeah, that's that's still about it. So they got a production designer. Yes! I mean, it should look good. The thing is with the Tron movies was like... Well, look was, at the technology we yeah, have now. Visually, great to look at. So if they have a really good production... Des- or a, production yeah, design, production. yeah. No, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, okay, so... Uh, Percy Jackson uh, author Rick uh, Riordan Re- uh, reports a very positive conversation with Disney uh, in in the realm of <sighs> talks to Disney about an update on Percy Jackson. Dear Lord, thank you, thank you. I got it, I got it, I got it. We we're good here. Um, last week we heard Percy Jackson author Rick Riordan's, uh, important meeting. Oh, I need to update this article because they spelt his name wrong. Yes. Yes. They spelt his name wrong. Give me an applause. Woo. <laughs> oh, so late. I need all these sounds. I need all these sounds on one thing. I can't keep slipping I back and I, forth. I think we need to like replace some. Like which ones don't you use all the time? I never, I've got, I've got a harp that we never use. <laughs> Sounds very Disney, but we never use it. <laughs> we got a sad trombone, which I'll keep in there. Oh, the sad trombone. Is it though? Little... Use that sometimes. Yeah. I feel like you can. I feel like that should be used a lot more. Yeah. From the dumb that. shit we say. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a, a da boom. Yeah. A rim shot. Yeah. Rim what? <laughs> you heard me. Uh, okay, so uh, Rick Riordan's uh, important meeting with the folks at Disney regarding the reboot of his famous set of books, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Um, today, uh, Mr. Riordan and his wife, Becky, had a very positive conversation via Zoom with Disney Entertainment, uh, Disney TV, 20th Century Studios, and, of course, Disney+. Plus. Um, let's see here. The good news is that leadership is all in, as they put it, about making this show and doing it right wrote reared in on his blog a lot of them have kids who grow up with the percy jackson series uh so they get it they get that there are millions and millions and millions of particles <laughs> this is basically congratulations <laughs> at no. this point. god damn it uh millions of you out there who are waiting excitedly to see percy jackson come to life in a new way uh, we felt supported and heard and are more confident than ever that this show is going to move forward as it needs to Let's hope it's not a fucking uh, uh, Artemis Fowl. Also, uh, this stopped mirroring. So let me try one more time. There we go. Okay, we got it. We got it. We're good. Are we good? No. No, we're not good. Everybody <laughs> listening to the podcast really... 
There it is. Whatever. We're going to leave it. Yeah, we're going to leave it. Airplay. Skyler's the one who does this this shiitake stuff. Um, But Reardon also noted that they do not have an official green light. Um, So they're still in the writing stage and they're still in the casting stage. But that should go underway soon here in the next couple months. Uh, What else? What else? What else? Uh, Stranger... Oh. There's a... Cool little uh, article about Gatton, uh, Gaten Matarazzo. Uh, fuck me, um, Matarazzo. He's uh, he plays Dustin in Stranger Things. Uh, he does this uh, little tour ish thing for uh, for Star Wars Campus, so it's pretty cool. Love that kid. Um, Avengers Campus. No Star Wars. What did I say oh, Star, Star Wars, Wars Campus? Star Wars Land. <laughs> I said Star Wars Campus. Galaxy's Edge. There you go. Um, Disney Plus series are built on hope and or I don't know why I read these like that. Uh, and or filming has wrapped. Uh, so we should be getting some some cool stuff here in the next few months. Uh, title revealed for 2022 Disney animation film. Pretty sure this is, has to do with one of our rumors of the weeks. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before. Um, the 61st film in the Walt Disney Animation Studios canon has a tentative title of Searcher Clad. Clade. Searcher Clade. Uh, this information comes from the following uh, several trademarks filed by the Walt Disney Company in recent days, including this title. Other trademarks filed include the character uh, names of Ethan Cade, uh, Mirrodin Cade, and Captain Calypso Khan. Okay. As Ethan was previously revealed to be the main character in the film, it could be only assumed that he is the titler Searcher Clade. Um, have no clue. Uh, oh, oh, here's a breakdown. That's cool. Uh, Ethan Kate is a biracial 14 year old. The studio is looking for voiceover talent, 18 and older to play the role. According to the log line, Ethan's, uh, sounds like a very typical teenager, playful and quick witted, uh, but can also retreat. He could be a wise ass, but he isn't particularly tough. The actor voicing him should be funny, likable, and sound like a 14 year old. That's all you, Nick. <laughs> Hi, my name's uh, Ethan Clean. <laughs> Aren't you like fucking 30? No, I'm 13. <laughs> uh, but he also possesses the ability to quickly turn inward and show us a soft emotional side. Searcher, Searcher Clade will release in theaters on November 23rd, 2022, and is directed by Don Hall, who also did Raya and the Last Dragon, Winnie the Pooh, and Big Hero 6. Just like Dave Bassett. Bassett Hound. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, the script is being written by Queen Nguyen, uh, writer of the Ryan the Last Dragon. It will, it will be produced by Roy, uh, Roy Connolly, also from Big Hero 6, and ex- uh, executive produced by uh, CCO uh, Jennifer Lee. Auditions for the film begin May 31st, and production officially started on July 1st. Wow. Uh, best guess, what do you think? First thing that comes to your head when you think of Searcher Clade. You think like an adventure type movie? I do, yeah. I I think it's gonna be something like that. I I don't know. That I feel like I feel like they're gonna do um yeah, pretty much that. An adventure. It's gonna be a kid who goes goes out on an adventure. I, I'm thinking like do you think Searcher Finn Clade almost, but... would be his nickname. Yeah, no, I don't I don't even know if they're gonna say it in the movie. I feel like it's They always say it in the movie. Yeah, I know. Look, I just... it's Raya and the Last Dragon. <laughs> oh, he said it. He said it. It's, yeah, it's gonna be 
clade, just like you were talking about. But I, I think I think that's probably what it's yeah. going to be. I don't know. Who knows? But see, like these names sound normal: Ethan Clade and Mirrodin Clade, and then there's Captain Calypso Khan. Like, definitely the villain. <laughs> you can't be Captain Calypso and not be bad. He's actually a one-time <laughs> character. Yeah, he shows up on screen for two seconds. It's gonna give, he's going to give him the scavenger hunt map. That's what it, that's what the movie is going to be. I feel like this is going to be like a mix of Indiana Jones and... Uh, I was going to say Zaboomafu. That's the first <laughs> thing to come to mind. But uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, Jumanji. No, nah, we'll, we'll take Zaboomafu. It's just going to be a big... It's going to be a two-hour long Easter egg hunt. <laughs> Did you find one? No. Keep looking. <laughs> two hours later, I found one. We found one! Woo! Woo! And roll the credits. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Kevin Feige hits at actors being considered for the Fantastic Four reboot. This comes from comicbook.com and Brandon Davis, uh, who is like the face of comicbook.com. Uh, according to a recent interview, uh, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige finally broke his silence while he didn't offer any update about the plot or setting, nor shooting, or burpee. Um. <laughs> Can't wait for this reboot, and then the next reboot, and then the next reboot, and then the next reboot. Yeah. At least Spider-Man knows what it's doing. Just put them all in one movie. <laughs> Knock it out. <laughs> um, yeah, nor if there's, like, any, like, there's literally nothing about Fantastic Four right now except the logo. And, uh... I don't see this going in production this year or maybe late next year. I don't know. Uh, but he did say this. I think the MCU is a beautiful combination of both established actors and new faces. I think you look no further than Simo, uh, Simu, uh, Simu Liu in uh, Shang-Chi, like Chris Hemsworth, like Tom Hiddleston, like Tom Holland, uh, an actor that hadn't uh, been seen by a tremendous amount of people before. Or you have Benedict Cumberbatch stepping into Doctor Strange or Christian Bale stepping into gore in our Thor film. It is always a beautiful combination of both. It is, and it really is about the searching for the best actor for the job, whether that actor is known in the world or yet. Did that have anything to do with fucking Fantastic Four? No, I, f I have a feeling they're saying it because of all of the previous castings. Also... I mean, you got Chris Evans, right? You got Chris Evans in the first Fantastic Four. Oh, God. And then now he's Captain America, or was Captain America. They need to bring him back to be the Human Torch. They got to do something. It, was, it would be so funny. Like, uh, have you seen Free Guy? I, I have it. Do you remember when he pulls up the Captain America <laughs> shield and Chris yeah. goes, what the shit? Yeah. <laughs> something quick like that. Like, they introduce Fantastic Four, Chris Evans walks in. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. And they bring out the dressed new. Up. He should be dressed up in his pre in his first costume. <laughs> that blue flame on. Oh, 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 sorry, flame guys. on. Sorry, uh, guys. I can do this all day. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna be in knives out too. <laughs> I don't think he is. Um, so that's it. That's all Kevin Feige said <laughs> about uh, Fantastic Four. Uh. Yeah, I think I think I, I think he said it just because it. just because like casting. He knows how to beat around the bush. I'll tell you that. Yeah, but also uh, I was getting we got off topic, but the casting previously, like on paper, you look at it like if if you were to do a fan cast on those like roles, it it sounds great, but I don't I just don't think they had the team to make them great films. Yeah, there's um, well because we we have fan cast the Fantastic Four on the show like twice now. With different like 
uh, who is our, I know one, it's uh, Sterling K. Brown that we want for uh, Reed Richards or the guy from, cannot remember his name, but he is one of the leads in The Good Place. He's got the glasses that meets Kristen Bell for the first time. He's also a big uh, in the running. And then Zach Efron for, for fucking Human Torch has been going around for years. So, no. <laughs> uh, okay, next up, Free Guy. Uh, Disney surprise hit Free Guy beats expectations at top box office for the second weekend. So that means Free Guy has been number one for two weeks. Nuts. It's really fucking good if you guys haven't listened to it. Um, watched it. You watched it? You said listen to it. <laughs> I mean, whatever you prefer. <laughs> you can listen to it or you can watch it uh, for all of our... Uh, I just want to include our blind uh, listeners. Right, right. You can listen to the movie and then uh, someone will explain to you what's happening. Um, okay, so Pixar's Luca opens strong and marks a return for Disney to uh, China's box office. This comes from... I don't know how they know this because Disney Plus, like Netflix, doesn't release their... Uh, Maybe for premium access, but I don't know if they release their numbers for Disney Plus exclusives. But Luca did surprisingly well on Disney Plus. Uh, okay. Oh, this is really cool. I'm going to throw this up uh, in in the video podcast. First look at the newly reimagined Splash Mountain. So it's getting, uh, getting rebooted uh, for Princess and the Frog. Excuse me. Um... As people know on this podcast, your boy has a soda, he burps. Um, yeah, so the first look is, so when you're in Splash Mountain, uh, you know after the big, uh, the second big fall, you go into uh, that little lagoon and they start singing zippity-doo-dah, zippity-day. So this is that concept art of that little lagoon that you go into before you just completely drop it, it, the new one is supposed to be princess and the frog right mm -hmm. okay yeah that, that'll be yeah, cool it looks real cool have you seen it i i think i saw exactly what you're talking about yeah this yes yeah looks super cool so I, it, it makes sense because they already have an alligator in there they're gonna fucking leave it <laughs> <laughs> same one this is gonna yeah. be all old looking leave it well they have to like buff them up because this alligator is like like a scene stealer <laughs> he's so dorky <laughs> and like i think like he's a vegetarian i if i remember correctly or some shit it like has that it's been a second since i watched it yeah we watched it like i don't know last year i'd never seen it before um so okay so i've seen little commercials for this all the time it's called only murders in the building and it has uh it has um Steve Martin and uh, I think it's it's not Martin Sheen, is it? Martin Sheen, he's an SNL. He played Ted's boss in How I Met Your Mother. I think it's Martin Sheen. Uh, Martin Short, no, Mar yeah, yeah, Martin Short. Martin Sheen is uh, Charlie Sheen's dad. I know that's why it wasn't sounding right. Uh, fun fact: I went to a taping of Conan O'Brien. Uh, this had to have been like seven, eight years ago, and Martin Short was on there. You should have seen Martin Short and Conan stand next to each other. It was like this. Is Martin Short short? Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> Stole my joke, you bitch. <laughs> um, so it stars uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Um, it's kind of like a funny true crime mystery show, and I want to watch it so bad. But our, uh, it's a series. I don't know if I said that already. 
We have a review on there. Go check it out if you guys are uh, feeling a little finicky about it. Uh, it looks really cool. Uh, we have our Shang-Chi uh, review up. We talked about this last week. I have seen it already. It is awesome. Uh, the embargo lifted so we can talk about it a little bit more, but um, I'm not going to because you guys need to see it. It comes out this week. Um, and yeah, our review from our buddy Drew Taylor. He has that up. Uh, okay, so next up, I'm flying through this news. Yeah, I'm trying to follow you, and you. I don't know which article you're on. Well, I'm on the first page now of the Diz Insider. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, hey, next up. <laughs> hey, bada, bada, bada. Hey, bada, bada, bada. Um, <laughs> I'm so tired. Okay, uh, we have another review uh, for the Night House. Uh, Rebecca Hall is in this uh, supernatural thriller, so go check that out. Uh, Disney store set to pop up in 160 targets this loca- uh, locations this fall. That's pretty cool. You're gonna just they're gonna have their own like aisles, just straight Disney properties. Okay, this is we we can talk about for a little bit. We got our No Way Home trailer. We did. If you guys haven't checked out my reaction on YouTube, go check it out because it's 100 real. I did not watch it. Skyler sent me the link. Literally went on and jumped on my computer and recorded a reaction. It was so good and everything that I wanted it to be. I did not expect Toby or Andrew to show up, but I did expect uh, some other villains in there. But we got all six in there if you looked hard enough. You have Electro, and then there's this really dark scene, and people have like literally rose the exposure, and it's Lizard. Uh, there's a scene where he's running with the black suit and he has like scrapes all over himself. Another uh, shot. And then um, there's one where Sandman is like wrapping around Electro. Then you get the uh, the pumpkin bomb or the it's like that skeleton bomb from the first movie for right. Green Goblin. Yeah. And then we see him in the flesh, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. Um, that's basically it. There's a lot of funny rumors now saying that Doctor Strange is Mephisto. Have you seen that? No. Because uh, I guess it's based off the, like the Dantos Inferno, like the lowest part of hell is like freezing cold, and he like has like the fuckers in like sweatpants. Yeah. And, and uh, Wong's like, "Do not do it. Don't open the portal." And he does it. And he does it. <laughs> and then like gives him a little wink. So I don't know if Doctor that's in Doctor Strange's mo. Like, to just go against because, like... I mean, in, that's kind of how they portrayed him when he was learning to, right? He was just like, true. I'm going to break the rules. Yeah, but when you're... The opening scene of Endgame where the Hulk falls in and uh, Tony Stark meets Doctor Strange. And he's like, what do you do? He's like, I protect your reality, douchebag. And he's fucking up the reality. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. interesting because the trailer or teaser, whatever they're calling it, I did a good job, in my opinion. Like it, just keeping stuff down. Yeah, it it just gave you the hits that you wanted to see. You wanted to see the Sinister Six in there. You wanted to see that they're opening up the realities. Yes, I wanted to see Matt Murdock. I thought we were going to see him when he's like in like this uh, questioning room, and like putting all these like shits down. I mean, we didn't see the uh, some of the lawyers' faces. So, I think the one that's like has his head cut and he's like has his hands on the table. Everybody's saying he's a little too husky to be Charlie Cox, but I'm like, what if he just packed on a little weight? He's fat devil now. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, 
Man, what was I going to say? There, there was another meme going around, though. You probably saw it, and it was uh, in the teaser how uh, Spider or uh, Peter's going to Doctor Strange, and when he's when they're doing the whole thing, he's like, nobody will ever know that you're. When Spider-Man. he does this, no, it's the one where he's like, he's like, well, I can't a few people know, and it's like. As Doctor Strange is doing it, he's like, "Just tell him again, dipshit." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's this scene, uh, there's this screen grab that's going around where they pause it, and, and Tom Holland's going like this. He's like, "Dude, Tom Holland's about to drop the sexiest song in the world." <laughs> uh, there was one more thing that I was gonna say. Um, oh, the reason, another reason why everybody thinks it's Mephisto is because it's rumored that Doctor Strange is going to fight an evil version of himself in Doctor Strange 2. Oh, that's pretty good. I mean, this Mephisto bullshit has been out now against, uh, since WandaVision. Like, where's Mephisto? Which, which one uh, has the release date first? Uh, oh, uh, Spider-Man, December 17th. Yeah. And then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness takes place... Well, see, that's the thing, because the Doctor Strange movie was supposed to come out before Spider-Man. Yeah. So I don't know if Spider-Man takes place after, but would that make not that wouldn't make sense if Doctor Strange fights himself if the movie's set before. I mean, honestly, at this point, like speculation is out the window for anything because once you start introducing multiverse, time, uh, like cr- chronology, chron- yeah, chrono- chrono- chronologically, <laughs> yeah, none of that stuff makes any sense anymore. Dude, you can have fucking Ben Affleck yeah, show up as Daredevil. Matter. He's like Wesley Snipes shows up as Blade. Oh shit, <laughs> gotta go pay those taxes. <laughs> yeah, he, it's that's the thing. It's like it's so hard. Like that's why I really like all the rumors going around. Yeah, because you don't know exactly. They're all just so interesting. Because like, yeah, yeah, you could, sure, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanos was having a beer with everybody. <laughs> God, I hate that. That took me out of the show so hard. But I will say, well, since we're on the topic of what if, the last episode was awesome. Did you watch it? I didn't get to. I've been waiting. I watch it with oh. uh, Lauren and Bowie. Mine. Yeah, the second Sorry. episode was booty. I did not like that. Well, you had a good point the other day about, uh, yeah, was I, it yesterday? I just don't, I, I don't know what, if they did this at all, but they did it in a point where, in my opinion, like with T'Challa and uh, Chadwick Bosman or mm-hmm. Baldwick, um, Baldwick, <laughs> Chadwick Baldwick. Where is my head? <laughs> Who's Baldwick? It sounds like you were trying to say Bozeman and Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, I did. he went Baldwick. Okay, John Baldwick. John Baldwick. <laughs> All right, we're putting that in a shirt. He- Chadwick Baldwick. <laughs> Baldwick. <laughs> But my point for the show is because that was the last thing he did, right? Yeah. So I don't know if like maybe they had people come in and re-record around his, uh, you know. Well, you know that technology now is like you can just yeah, take you, different you, stuff. Exactly. And so, then make their own voice. My, so the point, like what I had in my head was like a lot of it to me didn't make sense because – Yes, T'Challa is like, I, I want to go out in the world. I want to bring peace for everybody. Everybody should, you know, share our vibranium and all, right. all this stuff. Like, he wanted everybody to be one, right. which makes sense. But also, it's kind of a nice, if they did it this way, it's a nice tribute to how. True. Like, they all wanted to get their, like, last things in. So, they're, like, all having drinks and exactly. shit. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, a, it's just a good way to remember his last role. Yeah. Speaking of Chadwick Boseman, a year yesterday. You mean, you mean Bozwick? <laughs> yeah. No, you said Baldwick. Baldwick. <laughs> Chadwick Baldwick. 
Uh, yesterday was officially one year since he passed, so that's a little depressing. Moment, on my, moment of silence. On my dad's 50th birthday yesterday, I was just like, Dad, why are we even doing this? It's a year since Chadwick. And he's like, fuck, you're right. Cancel it. Wrap it up. <laughs> doing it next week. <laughs> okay. Janet McTeer joins Searchlight's uh, The Menu. Every time I see the menu now, like it's like Rosalind, like a new casting comes out every week. Uh, the menu stars uh, Ray Fiennes and Anaya Taylor Joy, who is also mommy. Um, John Leguizamo is is going to be in there. Nicholas Holt and Hong Chow Chu C C H A A U. Nick, how do you pronounce that? C H A U Chow. C-H-A-U, Chow, yeah. Chow, okay. Uh, the film centers around a young couple, uh, Taylor Joy and uh, Holt, Nicholas Holt, who travel to a remote island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef, Ray Fiennes, has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. Uh, cannibal, already calling it. Um, Janet McTeer, who uh, just got cast, uh, will play a food critic. Um, Mark Malloyd uh, from Shameless is set to direct with Adam McKay producing through his Hyper Object Industries banner along with Betsy Cock. Uh, Will Tracy and Seth Reese uh, are penning the script. Searchlight's uh, production Dan Tram Nugan, uh, Nguyen and director of production Zahar, uh, Zara Phillips will oversee for the studio. Um you Janet McTeer, uh, if you guys watch Big Bang Theory, uh, she's uh, I think she's Sheldon's mom. Uh, she is a Tony Award and she's been in The Woman in Black, Maleficent, The Divergent series, and Me Before You, and season two of Jessica Jones. So, <laughs> Daredevil, all the way. That's the only one who should come back. And The Punisher. I want to see, I want to wait until Thunderbolts and then you just surprise everybody with John Berthnall. Like, literally, like, you can bring back Kristen Ritter, which she's going to be in She-Hulk, by the way. Uh, but no word on Luke Cage, and you can just throw Iron Fist off the window. First of so all... so sad, too, because I when we were first getting into comics... Well, not first, but when we were going heavy into comics... Yeah. That's when they were coming out with uh, with that one Iron Fist run. I forget who who uh, wrote it and it, everything. Yeah, but it, it was, was such a good arc oh, really? for Iron Fist. Uh, like it really brought his character as like, wow, this guy's really badass. Yeah. And, and then Finn Jones went and <laughs> fucked it all up. I can't do the show. <laughs> oh God. Like he was good in game of Thrones. Why did I blame Netflix yeah, <laughs> for making him a shitty actor? Fault. Yeah. Um, okay. So I hate how this does this. Um, oh, this is cool. Agatha Harkness, Sid, uh, and Cruella are going to be villains for Oogie Boogie Bash for for Disney. It's kind of like their horror nights. You gotta, you gotta keep PG, people. Uh, so they're gonna be walking around the park and all that good stuff. Um, okay, uh, Hulu's Nine Perfect Strangers premiere sets a bunch of records. I cannot wait to watch this. It has, um, it has uh, Nicole Kidman. It has... Michael Shannon, it has Bobby Cannavale, it has Samara Weaving, Melissa McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy, and then uh, the chick from all the scary movies, like literally scary movie, like one, two, three, and four. I can't remember her name, but she was also in that new movie, uh, Girls Trip. 
Can't remember her name. You have it pulled up? Uh, my phone's being slow. I was going <coughs> to get it for you. That's fine. I said most of the cast. Uh, there's a new trailer for Billie Eilish's uh, concert tour show live thing on Disney Plus called Happier Than Ever, A Love Letter to Los Angeles. Um, it's a recorded show, so there's going to be like animation and all this stuff. It's like a concert. It should be really cool. Uh, this is really good. Walt Disney World to require all employees to be fully vaccinated by late October. Guys, get yourself vaccinated, please. Shit is going on too long. And now we got the Delta variant. So if you guys want to make sure that movies come out on time, go get vaccinated. Um, my point stands on this next story. Eternals could be delayed if Shang-Chi underperforms at the box office. Why would it underperform? COVID. That's it. Um, there's an interview with Ian McGregor. Uh, he talks about um, Alec Guinness. You guys can go read that. It's a pretty lengthy interview. Um, ooh, leaked behind the scenes photos of Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever. Uh, they, they, we get our first look at Riri Williams, who, and, and I'm, and this is what I think because Kevin Feige dropped that scoop on phase zero, which is comic books, uh, comic books, Marvel podcast. And like Kevin Feige called one of the hosts and said that Riri Williams is going to be Ironheart and Black Panther. And I think because they started filming like out on locations, not in a sound studio that it was going to break anyway. Like, oh shit, Riri Williams is on set. Like, why? Um, but you do see Letitia Wright as Shuri, and you see, um, I always forget her name. She plays Okoye. Um, she was also in Walking Dead. Michelle, no, she plays Michelle. Danai Guerrera. There you go, Danai Guerrera. Um, okay. This is no surprise. Spider-Man No Way Home trailer receives record number of views in the first 24 hours. It literally obliterated uh, Endgame, who held the record. Um, that was it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Marvel reportedly already developing its next series of animated shows. I don't really know what they could do. I mean, we have What If, obviously. Um, but it would be cool if they have like a Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. I just don't think it would be super cool, but I don't think they or that do shit it. on Hulu <laughs> along with uh Deadpool one. Well, you can get, this is what's weird. You, stars is like the Hulu for everything, but North America. And they have like boondot saints and all this stuff on Disney plus. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I don't know why we're so soft. <laughs> Just throw Deadpool on there. I mean, they they have to. I feel like they're acquiring so many companies, and these companies have a big following on. Well, not following, but a big fan base that wants yeah. to see the more mature content. Yeah, you you have to do it at some point. So it, who knows? Maybe they could throw stuff in there like that. But there's so many different like. It, is did they say it's just Marvel? No, it's just any animated series. So right. Yeah, or Marvel no, yeah, reportedly. Marvel. Yeah. Well, so developing there's animations. so many there's so many arcs with like avengers, avengers versus x-men and, yeah exactly like all that stuff scotty young's run of uh baby avengers how yeah, freaking cool that would, that would be? be a perfect animated series and especially one if you wanted to it like it's like a baby looney tunes that's what Marvel. i was just gonna say baby looney tunes and then wasn't there like a baby like uh uh scooby-doo where yeah, they're like getting yeah, on a like yeah. a tricycle and they're going to solve like who 
the the missing sandbox. Yeah, or there's, some shit. there's there's so many options to do that, like for new arcs and just to grab some like that, like yeah. But see, this is the thing, like, as far as, like, the rated R stuff on Disney+, Plus, you're telling me that when all, like, Blade is expected to be rated R, Deadpool 3 is going to be rated R. It has to be, yep. So you're going to throw those two on Hulu and not have the whole cinematic universe in one shot? Yeah, it would just be a very odd thing well, to I not mean, have. You don't have the Spider-Mans on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, but who, I, wonder, I wonder if there's legal it's stuff Sony. Like that, Yeah, well, there has to be. I don't know where it's on. I think it's on Netflix. I think they're coming to a deal if it's if it runs its course on Netflix, they're gonna throw it in. I mean, unless yeah, who who knows? The deal could have been, you know, we we get Spider Man for three years on Netflix or something. Yeah, well, that's where the 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 Marvel, Chadwick Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn! Do you hear that? <laughs> that was weird. Stupid Diet Coke. Um, it's really early in the morning, so your boy's not drinking, <laughs> and your boy drank last night. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, this is something that a lot of fans were waiting for, including myself. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga gameplay trailer debuts. This looks awesome. I've been playing these Lego games forever. Like, and I remember when we used to, we would come home from school, <laughs> turn on the PlayStation, and just try to grind out uh, yeah. the whole Star Wars uh well, I it would, was the prequels. Yeah, I would beat it, and then you and me would try to like get a hundred percent and get everything. I've only done that for one game, and it was the first. Uh, it was Harry Potter years one through four. Hundred percent got everything. Haven't done it since. <laughs> yeah, I, I might do this. Bowie really likes the. Bowie's my daughter, but Bowie really likes the Lego games. Harry Potter. That's like we have it on the Switch, and she. Really? It. Oh. And so I'll I'll pick it up. Shit, I still play that. I got it on my Switch too. Yeah. <laughs> and like a dress. Yeah. I've played I have okay, this is literally what I have. I have all the Harry Potter, I have Jurassic Park, I have all the Lego Marvel, Star Wars, of course, and I have Lego Indiana Jones. And I think I have Lego movie, Lego <laughs> game. But have you seen, uh, there's this Lego game, it's like Creation Bricks or something, it's like Minecraft, but with Legos. No, but it makes perfect sense. But, I mean, Minecraft is technically still Legos, too. <laughs> That's why I say, I say it's virtual Legos, if anybody makes fun of me, it's like, you play Legos? Yeah. Play it on Xbox. Which game do you go to? Minecraft. <laughs> um, but, to speak on video games right now, I took down the Diz Insider Gaming, I'm gonna reboot it, because a lot of the episodes, I didn't get the mods that I wanted. Because I was playing with Ahsoka, and it took me like three episodes to get her white lightsabers because I couldn't figure it out. So um, I'm going to pick a new character to play with. And We should get Pat on. Oh, we games. should get Pat. He's he's super into him. Well, he's coming down next week. Maybe I can talk to him about uh, hosting the Diz Insider Gaming, and he'll just upload it to YouTube or whatever. That'd be cool. Anybody want to make us uh, uh, an intro for that? We'll pay you <laughs> if you guys make music. Um, okay, so Kingsman prequel, uh, the Kingsman debuts new trailer and poster. I haven't seen any of the Kingsman. Have you? Yeah, yeah you haven't? No. Oh, they're great movies. Really? Yeah. Oh, well this, uh, there was a trailer beforehand where they were like jumping back and forth because Taron Egerton, and then they would jump back to the Kingsman prequel. So this one's supposed to take place with like, I mean, you haven't seen it, but, uh, the first one is kind of the whole premise is the Kingsman you have the round tables and you have uh, each night gets replaced every time they die. So oh, that's the premise of like, I mean, that's, that's like 
the the Kingsman. Like that is oh, what it is. so that's cool. Yeah, and in the first one, like he Taron Egerton's replacing uh, whatever it is, like, along with like two others. So this must take place when the first, those people getting replaced who who had died because you you get a glimpse of it in the first one, like how they die, like they're going some secret mission, and they're they're older. So this must be. Like the start of this organization. Yeah. Either that or just the last generation. I mean, oh. it's it's cool. It's it's a really fun, uh, like, James Bond-ish kind of uh, yeah, these parody almost. Um, okay. Uh, so for anybody who likes Up and is still depressed over uh, the opening scene, uh, there's a new TV show called D- Doug Days where about uh, Doug which I should have called Captain. He didn't know his name at first, and I just kept Captain. Don't know why I didn't name him Doug. He looks like Doug. Uh, a trailer and a poster were released. It just takes place around Doug. I haven't seen the trailer. I'm the worst Disney host ever. Um, that's why Skylar should be here, because he watches all that stuff. Uh, because he has a kid, and he has to sit down and watch it. You're, you're going to probably watch Doug Days. Most likely. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but... It's what, what we do with Bowie. With yeah, Disney. exactly. <laughs> Literally, dude, like all Disney Plus, you never have to like get anything else. Yeah, that's, I, I got. Uh, but they do have like the old school, like superhero cartoons that we watched as kids on HBO Max. Yeah, which I also have HBO Max, so she watches that too. Fuck yeah. Batman, uh, the animated series. Come on. Um, oh, this is cool. So we got some movement on the Lion King prequel, which, uh, which uh, focuses on a young Sim, or not young Simba, a young Mufasa and a young Scar. Uh, they just uh, cast both of them. So uh, let me read their names and tell you who's playing who. Uh, okay, so Kelvin Harrison Jr. is going to play Mufasa. Uh, we'll take over the role from James Earl Jones. Hopefully, he has a deep voice like that. And Aaron Pierre uh, will be voicing Taka. The real name before Scar, before you came the villain, we know him to be, yeah, because he has a scar on his face. Additional casting is currently underway, so we can expect to hear some big name stars joining in a couple weeks, new characters, and some familiar characters as well. You gotta have Timon and Pumbaa, and hopefully Seth Rogen and uh, Billy Eichner come back because they were great. Did you like The Lion King? I did. I, I mean, I. I thought it was so boring. I, it's literally just, the same script. It is. I just liked it because, I don't know, it was just a cool way to bring it back, I guess. I The animated one is still great, too. Yeah. I mean, I prefer that one. But the same way they did it with the Jungle Book, right? Yeah. So it was it was cool. The Jungle Book, I feel like, I don't know, was a little I liked, cooler. Yeah, I liked Jungle Book better. Yeah, me too. But did you watch... Uh, good cast, good. Did you watch Anthony Hopkins? <laughs> Hopkins, Jesus Christ. Uh, Chadwick Baldwick's. Did you watch his interpretation? <laughs> no, Andy Serkis's. It's called Mowgli. It's on Netflix. I don't think I did, actually. Well, it has a stat cast. It has, like, Christian Bale. It has other people. <laughs> Stacked. Stacked. Uh, but it's, like, a more darker version. But the animation is booty. Booty. Yeah, the stuff like that would be cool. That kind of reboot would be cool. Exactly. Which... That's why I think this prequel that they're doing is probably going to be great. Well, I mean, The Lion King did make over a billion dollars still <laughs> for the same retelling. See, I get when I saw Mufasa's death in the new one, I was like, 
Yeah, it doesn't hit you because you are, you already know. It's not even that. It just hits harder in animation. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the music choice or just how long he falls for. And he's still really, going. I mean, you, you, yeah, you could do it. I mean, it's animation too, you know? Like, it's live action, but yeah, it's Yeah, but you got to make it like realistic. Yeah, so. You could do whatever the fuck you want with, like, that type of animation. Exactly. But, like, this new one. You got to gotta keep it, like. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. It was, it was cool. I think the prequel will be much better. Yeah, because it's original. Um, okay, so there is some details on Darth Vader for the Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi series. So let me inform you on that stuff. Uh, this, oh, this, hmm. Maybe I shouldn't talk about this because it could spoil the show for people. So I won't. If you guys want to be spoiled, go look at it. Uh, but it just gives you details on how Anakin and, and Darth Vader will be introduced into the series. If you want to be patient, then be patient. Um, okay. Uh, Disney offers an exclusive look at the upcoming Winnie the Pew. Pew? Winnie the Pew? Pepe Le Pew. Musical. So if you guys uh, like musicals, there you go. Nothing will ever top the SpongeBob musical. Come on. <laughs> Have you seen clips of that? It's ridiculous. No, it, I can imagine it's off the wall, though. So the guy who plays SpongeBob, he's like this bright red-haired guy, and he looks like the Adventures of Tintin. <laughs> you seen that? Yeah. Or he looks like a, uh, what is it? Uh, from Fallout, the Pit Boy All looks right. like a little Pit Boy. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Ashley Eckstein, uh, Ashley Eckstein, uh, she talks Ahsoka. If you guys don't know her, she's the voice of Ahsoka in the animated series. Um, it's just an interview where she talks about her love of Star Wars and, and how she loves Ahsoka. Um, here's something cool. This came from the rap. Uh, Marvel Studios Werewolf by Night casting a Latino lead. Uh, if you guys haven't uh, don't know what Werewolf by Night is, he's a werewolf by oh, night. No way. <laughs> I, t I promise. Uh, he comes in contact with Moon Knight a lot, so hopefully there's some uh, there's some connections there. Um, let's see here. Martin Freeman has a new look, and Riri Williams appears in new Black Panther Wakanda Forever set photos. Um, I will pop them up on here so you guys can see them, or you can go find them on the um, website. Um, Drew Taylor, again, with his reviews. We cannot thank him enough. He reviews uh, Doug Days and calls Bob Peterson's micro masterpiece. So go, that, that oh, wow, masterpiece. That's actually exciting. Leave that up to Bowie. I think she's, <laughs> yeah. I think she's a well-equipped. We'll, we'll redo the review we'll do a five-year-old's review oh come on dude that is fucking brilliant dude you should just ask bowie how a movie was and just literally word for word type it up and we'll post it on the website as like a series like She'll do it too she dude she's so funny i'm gonna get off track but very quickly oh, i feel fine. like all kids right now they all are like youtube stars anytime they're on video dude or at least bowie She's like, well, she's, she's like, like, hey, everybody, <laughs> make sure to like and subscribe. And really? Yeah. Oh. I was like, who are you talking about? <laughs> or who are you talking to? <laughs> I just practicing, Dad. Go away, so, nerd. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll get her doing some reviews. Dude, that would be brilliant. Like, have her watch, like, Monsters at Work and just say, hey, Bowie, how'd you like it? Well, Dad, 
the first part was very reminiscent of the 1975 movie Breathless from the French New Wave era. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> if you look at the production design and the cinematography in scene two, minute 47. <laughs> nah, I liked it. <laughs> Just messing with you, Dad. <laughs> oh, but oh, I'm going to have to bring that to Skylar. That is a great, like, uh, movie, five-year-old Levi, movie review. Levi, too. We'll just have this. We'll just have this cast of five-year-old reviewers. Well, I don't know if they can. Bowie would probably explain it a lot more than Levi, because Levi would be like, "It's good," you know, but we'll, I feel like Bowie will we'll, tell you why it's good. We'll figure something out, and then we'll just combine them all in one. So we'll ask a bunch of kids what they thought, and just put it in an article. That would be brilliant. Oh, look at that! Coming up with ideas on the spot. Um. So there is a new trailer for Doogie Kama, Kamaloha MD. So it's just like a Doogie Hauser. I have no interest in this. If you guys want to go watch the trailer, go watch it. Um, everything coming new to Disney Plus in September is on the website. Um, I'll go off a little bit on this. Let's see. Because uh, uh, we usually have new stuff coming to Hulu too. But that's probably up more. Uh, so September 1st, we have uh, Doug Days, we have Chippendale Park Life, we have Marvel Studios uh, Legends, so it goes, uh, gives you like, a, every time that they do like these movies and stuff, they give you like a little 15 minute documentary, not even a documentary, like explaining like what the 10 rings are, so that's what's coming out. Um, new episode of Monsters at Work, Turner, Turner and Hooch and What If. Uh, September 3rd is The Dark Phoenix. Huh. X-Men, <laughs> uh, Tomorrowland. Like off of the movie? Like the movie, the Tomorrowland, movie yeah, oh, with yeah. George Clooney. Um, <laughs> Star Wars Visions premieres in September. Um, let's see here. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides is coming on uh, September 8th. So Are you continue. joking? Did you have buy it? I had to go buy it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, we have, um, oh yeah, this is just new episodes. Uh, Disney Broadway hits at the loyal, at the London's Royal Albert Hall. That should be cool. It's coming out September 17th. Um, Star Wars. Oh yeah. Star Wars Visions come out, comes out September 22nd. Uh, the Fault in Our Stars comes out September 24th. That is a great movie. Very good. Very sad. Uh, but uh, Ansel Ergert's, uh canceled, so fuck him. Bader. <laughs> I said it! Uh, okay. Oh. So this is so weird. I think we were talking about this yesterday when we were uh, at our boss's uh, birthday. No, day before yesterday. Uh, the Hulk may appear in Moon Knight because what the fuck is Ethan Hawke doing in Budapest? <laughs> like why the whole oh no no that's stupid mark ruffalo right. is in I, budapest I figured, yeah. yeah where they're filming moon knight right now so i don't know i mean the that's the only way they can get hulk in here because they are not allowed to do a solo film with him because he's still technically owned by universal so they're just popping him in random places wait what the fuck is mark ruffalo doing in doug days <laughs> It's gonna hey be like everybody. when they did. You remember when they did the uh, trailers when Stitch came out and Stitch was in all of the different <laughs> yeah. Disney movies. <laughs> well, in Big Hero Six, I found that there's this like really like painted, and it only shows up for like a second, and it's uh, it's someone in like a Stitch hat, 
or Baymax in a stitch hat. I don't know. It's all stitch. Stitch is the key. He opens the multiverse. Save the stitch. Save the world. Um, uh, Robert Rodriguez talks a little bit about the book Boat Fit, which comes out the end of this year. Go read that. Um, and then last but not least, Ed Asner, star of Disney and Pixar's Up. He played Carl. He has sadly passed away today at age 91. Well, August 29th. This is when we're recording this. You're not going to hear it until September 1st. This is when it's coming out. No, August 31st because it comes out on Tuesdays now. So that does it for the news. Um, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, I feel like it was all right. Yeah. Um, okay, give me that drum roll. In a second, hold on. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Wait, can't. All right. Hey, Nick, play me that sweet, sweet outro music. Oh, we got the room of the week still. You're doing them? Yeah. Oh, wild. Okay. All right. Was that the whole? Did you just let it roll out? Was yeah, that? Yeah, I just. Oh, I, I thought it was way longer than that. Um, okay, so today's rumor of the week is for Doctor Strange Two. So we have heard that there are two reoccurring characters that are coming back from uh, maybe a little show you saw recently called Loki. Mobius, Owen Wilson's character, and Sylvie, who I cannot remember the actress's name, are. Appearing in Doctor Strange 2, which makes sense because there's all the multiverse and variants and all that stuff. Uh, so this comes as no shock. But yeah, so that's well, I mean, we drop these on this show because we can't track them and like get solid confirmation. So there it goes again. Look at stupid. All right. Here we go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Sylvie and Mobius in Doctor Strange 2. There's your room of the week. Uh, go follow me on Twitter at Derek Cornell. Go follow Skyler at SkylerShuler.com. <laughs> go follow Chadwick Baldwick. Uh, he's on Twitter. And then uh, go check out the Disney catalog, all that stuff. Okay, Nick, play me that yes. sweet, sweet outro music. On one. A, a two, two. A three. three a four, four. A five. We'll see you guys next week.